Well, this morning, our theme is joy in the Advent series, preparing for Christmas. And um, I just want to share with you for a few minutes before we uh, move to the time of baptism about joy. And I think, you know, we've had a lot of, we've been having a lot of fun here this morning and laughing and, uh, and it's, it's easy in an environment like this to be joyful, but a lot of people have difficulties at Christmas time and it's not a joyful season for them. It's a, a time, uh, of sadness or, um, and, uh, you know, I was looking around and I found, uh, an article, uh, from psychology today and, uh, Dr. Gina Baraka, she writes, 10 things I hate about Christmas, the holidays, and this time of year. She says, number one, the remorseless cheer of holiday music which sticks in your brain like cotton candy causing otherwise grown-up people to hum Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeers at inopportune moments. Number two, she says why she hates Christmas, toboggans and the idea that somebody might suggest I would like to take a ride on one, which I would not. I'll admit that when I was a kid, I used to love riding down snowy hills outside my junior high school on plastic lunch trays stolen from the cafeteria, but those days are long gone. Having had them once, I have no need to replicate the experience. Three, the prancing self-righteousness of those who do their holiday presentation pre- preparations early. These folks need to find a hobby that doesn't make the rest of us feel so inadequate. Four, having to hear about the possibility of lake effect snow during the evening news and being given the false hope of a school-closing snow day when, in fact, it's just the evil manipulations of the local weather network station to get us to watch their programming all evening. Seven, decorations so bright they appear radioactive. You know the kind I mean, right? The aggressive sort of decorations where huge representations of Santa's fill a public area. The ones that are filled with air, which always deflate into sad, creepy versions of their former selves. And the plastic ones that look like backdrops to a cheap horror flick. Having to mutter with a humble, false smile, no thanks, I was just browsing approximately 1,345 times to poor, tired, and hungry sales clerks sporting bewildered expressions who dread my approach as much as I dread theirs. And finally, Jack Frost nipping at any of my extremities. Seriously, though, some people do find it difficult. Uh, even Reader's Digest last month, they... they uh, put an article in with uh, nine suggestions to people that find Christmas depressing. They may give some suggestions like prioritize to reduce stress because a lot of people find Christmas to be very stressful. Let go of the picture-perfect holiday. There's always so much demand. You know, magazines kind of and, and TV shows and stuff kind of paint this picture. Have, has anybody ever... Um, put like a, a huge turkey in the middle of your table and had someone carve off nice, neat slices? Do, do you do that? I've never seen that happen in real life. Usually the kitchen that gets carved in the kitchen and brought out already sliced, right? Because, I mean, I sometimes carve the turkey and it's it's an art form, really. 
and to do it right in front of everybody. And besides, if you've got 13 people at the table, how long would it take to get the turkey all the way around the table, right? It'd be cold by the time you got your turkey. Anyway, but those picture-perfect kind of, you know, Norman Rockwell ideals. Don't expect the holidays to fix long-standing tensions. Plan ahead to avoid triggers of loss. Refrain from overindulging. Avoid drinking too much. Exercise to feel healthier. Get enough me time. And manage seasonal affective disorder, which is a real thing, apparently. So, you know, while we celebrate Christmas, many of us enjoy it. We look forward to being with our families. For some people, it's a sad time. And it can be, it can be a difficult time. It can be a, a fearful time for people. So we're going to take a look today at the story of the shepherds that were not baristas. They were actually shepherds out in the field. And the scripture says this about them. It says, that night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You'll find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. And when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was a baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished, but Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, because it was just as the angel had told them. Now, if you look at this story, I want to point out two things about this story, is that when the, when at the beginning of the story, the, the shepherds are terrified, and at the end of the story, they're full of joy. At the beginning, they're terrified, and at the end, they're full of joy. So let's just look at the story a little bit quickly. And maybe we can find some keys on how to turn our terrible Christmas experience into a joyful Christmas experience, whatever that might be. The first thing I want you to note is that, um, is how the shepherds recognize the source of the message. Initially, they're terrified, right? That's like aliens appeared in front of them. Now, if you were, I mean, we, we read the story, angels appeared, they were terrified. We think of angels, we think of, you know, someone dressed up in white clothes with golden hair, just like Nelson. And um, we think, you know, maybe that's what an angel looked like. But every time an angel appears to somebody in the Bible, they appear to them and people are terrified. That's the initial reaction of an angel. So an angel probably doesn't look like some sweet little 
child or some, you know, you know, someone is as, as, as pleasant looking as Nelson. They're probably giant and terrifying. So it's like, it's like an alien appeared to these shepherds in the field in the middle of the night and they probably thought, oh my goodness. And then it filled the sky with angels singing. So they were terrified. But when they realized that the message that the angels were bringing to them was a message from God, it changed their attitude and their feelings in this, in that moment. And sometimes, you know, with all the noise and the clutter surrounding modern Christmas celebrations, we can become overwhelmed because we don't remember what's behind the story, what's behind the holiday. You know, we can get caught up in the stress, and a lot of people do. You get caught up in the stress of the things you have to do, the money you have to spend, the food you have to prepare, you know, the crazy relatives that you have to spend some time with. You know, all of those kind of things can make Christmas very stressful. But I think what we need to remember is that there is something greater behind this holiday. In fact, the word holiday comes from the idea of a holy day, and Christmas is a holy day and it's a gift from God. It's it's it, the 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 message of Christmas comes from God himself. And maybe we have to pull ourselves away from all of that noise and all of that clutter, all that alien kind of activity that's going on around us and remember that God is bringing his gift to us at Christmas. The second thing I think that helped the angels was that they actually personally took an active part in going to see Jesus. And when we focus on the Christ of Christmas, it can help us to experience the joy of Christmas. Because oftentimes our focus is on those other things. You see, the shepherds didn't just take the angel's word for it. The angels gave the message to the shepherds, but the shepherds actually took it upon themselves to go and see for themselves. And sometimes, you know, when Christmas is, yeah, we know that Jesus is the reason for the season, but when we don't take personal time ourselves to focus on the Christ of Christmas, it can rob us of the joy. Because when we take time to remember that Jesus has come to earth for us, that he is Emmanuel, God with us, that it's about a personal relationship that we can have with God ourselves, Christmas can bring a whole new meaning to our life when we think about that, when we focus on that, when we take time to worship the Christ of Christmas, when we take time to, you know, Go to church by reading the Christmas story, even as part of our Christmas activities. You know, as a, as a family, as when I, when, when, uh, our children were growing up, before we ever opened presents, we always turned to, to Luke or to Matthew in the Bible and read the story first, just so that we could keep that focus on the Christ of Christmas. And maybe there's some tradition that you can add to your Christmas holiday so that Christ remains a focus, a personal focus for you, and that will bring joy to your life. And thirdly, the third thing that the shepherds did in um, in turning the terrifying experience into a joyful experience is they included others. They shared the joy and the love they were experiencing with others. They didn't keep it to themselves. They went, it says, and they told everybody about Jesus. They went and told everybody about 
what they had seen and what the angels had said. They shared with everybody around them the experience that they had of Christmas and the joy of Christmas. And so that's why Christmas, I think, has always had that element to it for every person for in our culture is the idea of sharing something at Christmas, giving to others, the idea of giving gifts. And I know for oftentimes nowadays, gifts giving is more of an obligation and it's, it's, it's expensive and we look at that. But I encourage you to find some people in your life or around you that you can actually give something to them of the love that God has shown to you. You know, Lee shared, and I, I, I keep going back to it, but Lee shared about how someone, her neighbor, invited her to church and the difference that it made in her life. You, you heard her share that. We can have an impact on people by just sharing a little bit of ourselves with them. So let me pray for you this morning that you experience the joy of Christmas and that any terrors or any fears or any sadness you might have around this season that, like the shepherds, your terrifying experience can turn into a joyful experience. Lord, we pray today that uh, that we would experience the true joy of Christmas, the true joy of knowing you, the true joy of experiencing your love and sharing that with other people. I pray, Lord God, that you would help us. I pray, Lord, specifically for people here in this room today that may have reasons to feel sad at Christmas. Maybe there's a loss. Maybe this is a Christmas that is marked with loneliness. Maybe this is a Christmas that's that's um, marked with um, lack, Lord. There's not funds for gifts, or there's there's just a difficult time in their life, and maybe... This season kind of accentuates the sadness and the pain of life that they are experiencing. I pray, Lord, especially for them that today, Lord God, that you would minister to them, minister to their heart. I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.